0: I've had awkward interactions that end up in me with an orgasm. Is that sweet love?
1: <laughs> I think it depends on what music's playing.
0: movies did you love the search for the perfect rental on a friday night did your parents have all the premium channels so you watched movies you had no business watching at a very young age i know we did i'm pretty sure he did anyways <laughs> welcome to mike and anthony's soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host anthony Nah, nah, this ain't raymond <laughs> bring, bring our take on a classic movie every monday from the 80s 90s and beyond during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movies 1 to 24 cans. One can is lacking empathy empathy for the dry-mouthedness of your girlfriend and being yelled at because you got her a glass of water to combat that. And 24 cans is drinking that glass of water in front of your parched girlfriend and empathizing with her dry- dry-mouthedness. Well, that's a
1: fucking range right there.
0: It is. It wow. is. <laughs> it wow. Is. It is a range. It's a chasm. Before we get to all that, we want to let you know some things. We now have a Patreon. And for as little as $5 a month, we will deliver you bonus episodes and special content just for our patrons. So if you choose any of the higher tiers, we also shout out as you as one of our soda jerks. You know, basically you're a producer and we love you for all that. And other cool benefits. So if you like what you hear and you want to make sure we can keep the lights on and keep delivering this hard-hitting, mediocre content to you, please, please, we ask you to join up. Plus, it will be the only way to have access to episodes prior to the last 12 episodes that have come out. So anything beyond that, we are making those exclusively available to our Patreon subscribers. And... We do like to remind you, we still have our website, which is sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can check our episode schedule, buy some merch, make some movie suggestions, which also helps support the show. Just remember, if you want to make a suggestion uh, and a request, use our Venmo and PayPal and send us $25, and we will do what you want us to do, you know, because we're cool like that. Yeah. A couple more things. We need
1: $25 to make you holla. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah and Anthony does this is a solo mission he has said before he will do porn so that's a solo mission now you're only going to s- get him I said that I, I, you did once and I, you're only going to get him and it's probably going to be 10 minutes of him fapping did I, say I would do it or watch it <laughs> you said you would review a porn movie once oh review it you said do porn
1: and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> ah, okay. you, gotta, you have to choose your words carefully <laughs> You said I would do porn. That, that's opening Pandora's dirty box. You Anthony do will that.
0: do porn for $25. That's going
1: to be more than $25 if you want to get in on that action.
0: <laughs> okay, a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony where we post thirst traps of Anthony. Actually, we post clever memes that go along with our movies, but hey, we can pretend finally, we need you to go to Apple Podcasts and hit us up for a five star or any star review really, and a comment. It would be super awesome, and it helps the show grow on that particular platform, I presume because it's weird. Anthony, do your thing, my thing, yeah, well, that's out a new context now, doesn't it? Yeah <laughs> what
1: thing do you want me to do that thing I do
0: that thing you do, yes. <laughs> The, the the G-rated, or PG, or whatever it is. Movies. The movie we're doing. What are we doing?
1: Well, are you going to play the fucking trailer? Well, fuck yeah. Okay. I'll we'll play, play the trailer. play the fucking trailer first, dipshit. Jesus, sympathize with my fucking dry this.
2: <laughs> oh, it is hard work being this good. Oh, oh it hurts. Oh, it hurts. Come on, Baby! Give it up. Turn it loose. It's not about black. I don't mean to brag. But I'm the greatest. That's because you never saw me. It's not about white. Honey, I'm home. How much money did you make today? I miss you too. I'm sorry, honey. It's about green. I wanna it's... find out how good you are, chump Come hey! on! Hey! Hey! I'm your white shadow. It out! I have a business proposal for you. As if you don't mind hustling. What kind of hustle? $500, baby, and you can pick my teammate Give him the chump You mean play
1: basketball? Hey,
2: man, I got for you Shut your anorexic, malnutrition, tapeworm, habit, overdose, dick, Gregory, Bahamian diet, drinking ass up <laughs> Give me my money i see you hustle Hey, I never use those go goofy white mother Hey, who you calling goofy white mother you, you a goofy... 500 divided by 2 How much do you love me? I love you, infinity. Oh, Billy, you're so stupid. You should have said I love you, infinity plus infinity. We shoot you, Billy. But first, we want the money. The to hustling there's an ethics involved yeah that you wouldn't know a damn thing about (laughs) will you explain to this Gladys knight the pips the pips winning and losing is all one big organic lobule. i hate it when you talk like that you got that big z in your fro man what are you the black zoro what are you doing i'm doing two things what i'm making them mad most guys don't play good when they're mad look you know you're embarrassing me that's what you're doing yeah well that's the other thing i'm doing i only have four words for you White men can't jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, that was fun. Yeah. That's fun. White men can't jump. Yeah,
1: infinity plus infinity. You're so stupid, Billy. You're so stupid, Billy. God, oh my gosh. what a pain in the ass <laughs> girlfriend. Um, All right, here's our breakdown by the numbers directed by Ron Shelton and starring Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, Rosie Perez, Tyra Farrell, Kadeem Hardison, Dwayne Martin, and a couple sweet cameos from Gary Payton and Alex Trebek. White Men Can't Jump was released on March 27th, 1992, taking in 90.8 million at the box office against a $31 million budget. None of that went to the gold chain that Sidney was wearing, because that says family-backed few dinners. It scores (laughs) 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes.
0: Yes, you know, it did all right in the box office. I think it impacted culturally more than it did financially. But what do I know? I know I think, nothing. You know,
1: I feel like it was, to me anyways, because, like, the age I was at when it came out, I feel like it's one of those movies, like, kids wanted to see, but it was, you couldn't because it was R-rated. Like, yeah. you had to get your parents to take you.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh... I think I turned eighteen, like right around the time it came out. When did it come out? Did you say? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Ninety-two. Yeah, but I think I turned eighteen around the time it came out, so I was good to go. So I was fine. Oh, good for you. I was a big boy, unlike you. You obviously weren't a big boy. I still am not, and that's what all the ladies say. Hey. (laughs) All right. Do you want to play the game, man? No, but we can. All right, we're gonna play it. all right we're gonna play the game and the game is this it's anthony's favorite thing to do and it's where i have three movie reviews two of them are real one of them is fake he has to spot the fake one and that's it and you two can play along at home you can play along with them if you spot the fake you're better than i am and if you email me and tell me how Worthless I am. Anthony would appreciate that. I would. Please do that. Please do. Please do that. So, Anthony, are you ready for me to read these to you? I sure am. All right. James Fargo, Palomino Express. It seems white men have... Oh, pardon me. I can't read well. It seems white men have all manner of shortcomings, writing scripts included. Stephen Garrett, time out a double-whammy slam dunker of a movie. Lee Pash, Harold's son. Slam dunkingly satisfying sports comedy about two basketball hustlers teaming up for an alley-oop of a payday. So that is your reviews.
1: I really don't know and I don't care, but I'm going to guess the second one.
0: You're guessing Stephen Garrett of Time Out, a double whammy slam dunker of a movie.
1: That's what I'm guessing. Why?
0: So you don't have a reason why?
1: Is anybody going to throw in double whammy? I.
0: Like,
1: no whammies, no whammies, no whammies.
0: Okay. So do you want to know whether you're right or wrong? I'm probably wrong, but I don't care. But go ahead and tell me. You are right. You're wrong. You're right and wrong at the same time. You were right. right that you're right. Wrong. What's... I was wrong. So.
1: Right I was wrong. Okay. Where would
0: you go next if, if if we were going next? I wouldn't.
1: I would just stop talking. I wouldn't go anywhere else because I don't no, care.
0: Which other review? Come on, dumbass.
1: Fuck, I don't know. I wasn't even paying attention. Really?
0: Yeah, the first one. You would see how much he cares, people. The first one? The first one is the fake one. But All here's right. the reason you should know that is uh, James Fargo was the director of Every Which Way But Loose. You know,
1: as soon as you said that, I thought, but then I was like, uh that name sounded familiar but i'm like i feel like he would have picked that as a real one to throw me off
0: and i think he directed a movie called palomino express as well
1: pineapple express
0: palomino which is why i wrote made the the paper palomino express i gave you every advantage i could with the fake name that's all right isn't that nice of me no oh okay so, okay, not no. nice. So, we're going to get into this. But before we do, I want to go over a, a couple of facts for this movie. I want to go, into, you know, casting facts. So, part of the audition involved shooting hoops at a basketball court at a Culver City casting office. Um, and this is uh, pertaining to Keanu Reeves, by the way. Reeves just didn't cut it. And Woody Harrelson acknowledged that Reeves' lack of talent in the sport helped change his career. So, Woody got in there because of that. He said, I probably would have just been Woody Boyd, but for the fact that Keanu Reeves didn't play great basketball, Harrison told the Daily Express. Sheen, Charlie Sheen, was offered the part after Reeves failed audition, but passed on it. And Duchovny said he auditioned, David Duchovny. Yep. uh, And really wanted the role, but he did not get it. Uh, I cannot see him in it. David Duchovny? Yeah. um, It would change the – it would definitely change – I think he, I could see a movie with him, but it wouldn't be this. It wouldn't be like at no. all. Yeah. Wouldn't be as funny because he is funny, but it's more like a straight. He's more like a straight than a, you know, like Woody yeah. Harrelson
1: and is. Keanu Reeves is just not as many sports movies. As he's, <laughs> he's not as he's not good at sports. We've learned he's not
0: good at sports and he, he would be a surfer dude in this and, and he would play stupid. Well, but I don't think he could play be the other part, which is the good, right? Like, right. you know, well, I mean, well, Billy Hoyle's really good at something, and he has that swagger because of that.
1: It's know? just crazy. Yeah, like Keanu, yeah. like he seems like he he he's athletic. He, you know, you would like look at him. You would think, okay, you could do some. Like he's apparently really bad. He can't throw a football. He can't fucking play basketball.
0: No, no. Uh, now, before we get to the next thing, I got before we start. Uh, there's another fact here. Practices before filming were held at Rancho Cienega. I think that is park. From 9 a.m. to noon, five days a week for four weeks. Consultants Rob Ryder said they worked with Snipes' limitations and fooled a lot of people. So Wesley Snipes, and this is about him basically. He is. We have talked about him in um, Major League.
1: Yeah. He is
0: not uh, what they call got. He's he's an athletic build and he's athletic right, that way. Right. But he is not a sports player, not like coordinated that way. So they really fooled a lot of people with this movie uh in in how he how he played so so it, it, he looked good in this movie but i'm surprised they got shots of him making shots okay they must have had to take a lot of takes that's all i will say
1: <laughs> must have
0: all right are you ready for this i am so fucking ready Let's so fucking go. ready yeah billy hoyle is a former college basketball player who makes his living by hustling street ballers who assume he cannot play well because he is White. Sydney Dean is a talented but cocky player who is beaten twice by Billy, once in a half court team game and later in a one on one shootout for money. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to hit it right away because I saw your notes. So yeah, here you I got go. Uh. All right.
1: My generic, and only because it's always bugged me in this movie and I just, I still never got it. They're doing the best of five, top of the key for
0: yeah. how much? Uh, 61 bucks, $62. $62. And cause they're going to go to Sizzler. Yes. Got it.
1: Yeah. We go and Sizzler. We go and Sizzler.
0: Which I want to yeah. say this real quick about the Sizzler thing. I was watching a cruise vlog and someone was in another, in a Caribbean port somewhere and they went by and a Sizzler sign was there. Oh, nice. And I was like, and I'm about to do this. Fucking, like, I was like, Oh, Sizzler. I thought nice. they were all shut down.
1: No, apparently <laughs> it's like not. That's, that's like Ponderosa. There's still one here and there.
0: Yeah. Racks. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, my my generic, it's just always bugged me. They're, they're doing the best of five. So at the end, they both made four straight. Billy, yeah. went, Billy went first and he makes the comment, you know, fact is I missed this shot. I walk away and I'm still a chump. But they yeah. tied it four. If he missed the shot, Sidney would still have to make it to win. So it's just the way it's worded is like, if I miss this, it's over.
0: Well yeah, no, I that's think That's
1: weird. What he, what
0: I think what he's saying is that if he ties them they get their money back and that's it, right? But but the and I think he's just basically no, playing it off that They don't tie you it, go to overtime. There's no you get such a thing. Shootout. It's a shootout. a failure. He's cuz he's saying that Sydney's a failure either way. You know, he wins, he should have, he loses he loses to a chump twice. That's, I don't think so. That's just I, um, anyway. So
1: it's just like <laughs> the score it's like you, you miss it, you still might have a chance because Sydney's got to make a shot. That's all. Bugs. Yeah. Out. Now, before about you details.
0: Get... <laughs> well, talk about details before you get to all that. You want to know something that that I don't think our younger audience, if we have one, or younger people know in general, is the 20th Century Fox when it comes on the screen and they played the music in that like hip hop style and they played around with it. Do you remember back in the 80s when they played around with that? Like, I know on the Smokey and the Bandit, or was it Cannonball Run where they had the cars drive around the 20th century thing? Like, they would yeah. they would do fun things with that. That's stuff you don't get anymore where uh, a movie company will, you know, play around with their logo and do different things. It, it's just now Universal comes up, and then boom, we're in the movie. We don't even, we don't even get any play around anymore.
1: Yeah, it's like MTV. <laughs> All the stuff they did with their logo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They did that. And well, they, they, they leaned into it so hard. Remember when they did that, the logo shifted and changed throughout that whole little song. Yep.
1: (laughs) I wonder if they're the ones that kind of started that actually.
0: Well, I'm sure they, they obviously uh, probably influenced style for younger generations for a long time because of, you know, just being in our faces for so long now they're just a footnote. Now they're I know. sixteen and pregnant all day long. I know. I love uh, it.
1: Every every year, you see the the memes. MTV's like birthday. It's like <laughs> MTV came out, you know, thirty five years ago today. Thanks for fourteen years of music,
0: <laughs> music TV. Thanks yeah. for fourteen years of music, music television. Until about ninety. 90- three but that through the through 2000 and once they got rid of carson daly on trl it seemed like that's when they changed once they got
1: rid of randy of the redwoods it was yeah. downhill after that
0: <laughs> once headbangers ball was no longer yes longer. <laughs> once we got rid of that shit but in this movie what i do love and you and i talked about this in big is there are places that we've been to Sometimes you know we get to go to that that we're in movies and and I've been on Venice Beach, you know, I've been down there. I walked up and down. What
1: were you at that court?
0: I don't know. I probably went by it. I never went on a basketball court, but I saw one and I didn't go to because I was you know with my mother. But I went walked up and down there. I know I was where those guys sang that song. Yeah, you know where where that little thing. I know I was there. Um, So because that is what it's like when you go there. When at least when I did. There's all these people that set up stuff on the ground and try to sell it right there, and you know, there's performers and people Mm. doing weird things. So, uh, but now you know everybody's it's legal weed and stuff. And when we walked down there, got a contact buzz, uh, just smelling the area because it was pretty pungent. Might I say we had a little bit of a headache later because of that too. Mm. Contact buzz, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Can't help it. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a situation. Well, you've been to those insane clown posse concerts. I'm sure they probably smelled like a not, reefer madness video. No,
1: not that I remember.
0: You never, you, every time I go to a concert, I always smell reefer. I
1: don't remember at an insane clown posse concert ever smelling weed. But after I, I mean, I've smelled weed at concerts for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I don't remember. I just personally don't remember where I was, you know, having smelled weed at an ICP concert. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. It didn't Cause I, yeah.
0: Maybe they're dropping acid. I mean, maybe it's, cause, it's a different.
1: It's because all you can smell is Fago.
0: Is that a thing?
1: Yeah. It's like a big thing.
0: And with ICP? You didn't know that? Why would I know? Do I, am I a juggalo like you? They,
1: like, throughout their whole concerts, they, like, they shake up bottles of Fago and spray it into the crowd and do super soakers with it. It's like their thing. That's their thing. Fago Cola or Fago <laughs> Pop. Yeah.
0: Fucking get it. Uh, g- it is. Uh, gotta oh, go. Gotta uh, go we got to go to an ICP concert.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little too old for that now. Are you? Yeah.
0: Do I, I need to get one of those little ICP tattoos? Don't you have one? No.
1: I do know some people that do, though.
0: You don't have any tattoos that would be associated
1: Not IC- with IC? Okay. No, I mean, I'm surprised I don't because some of my friends got them. In school. I'm surprised too because I know like, that. Yeah.
0: That's so why I'm like, are you sure you don't have something hidden and you forgot? Yeah. <laughs> I got something on my butt cheek. I just never look at my own ass, you know? <laughs> exactly. I forgot it was there. Okay. So I want to get into this game. So the So they're on the court and they're playing. And I thought it was weird that they go to billy to find out the score like why aren't they keeping their own fucking score why do they rent ra- some random dude sitting on the bench like hey what's the fucking score man yeah ain't you paying attention <laughs> like no my, my fucking game that's what i would say i'd be like yeah, fuck you yeah they're winning you're losing suck it <laughs> that's what i would say that's kind of mean though. 15 love bitch
1: yeah i'd throw something out random
0: yeah, but I just thought that was weird. They would ask a random dude in the thing. Yeah. You know. I, I think he was just picking on him because he was looked like a, a a white chump, as he would call him. That can count. That can count. Yeah. Oh, do you think that is stereotyping? I'm going to pick the white guy because he, Cause he <laughs> like, can count. And and it's the black guy doing it. That's th- This movie has those undertones, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It has those stereotype undertones. Well, not even under. They're there. They're just there. They're there all the fucking way through it. Um, another thing is when they're playing the game and they're about to get back into it and his girl shows up, I thought it was, that's hilarious part to me, but what's really funny is the baby's outfit. Yeah. Did you see that baby's outfit? That was glorious, man. Would you, that was now that's something that someone now would dress their kid in. It's like the best
1: dressed person in the movie.
0: Yeah. The baby. (laughs) Hey, you know something? Don't make the baby look like shit. That's been cruel. Oh yeah. It's interesting. I'd like to know where that baby is now. Ooh. Like it's thirty years. It's been thirty years. A
1: major motion picture.
0: Yeah, you were like on the screen, man. Like the
1: kid from the Nirvana cover, all over again.
0: Oh no! (laughs)
1: Yes. I got a question though. Like when they're throughout the movie, how do you feel about the the make it take it rule playing pickup basketball? I hate that.
0: I saw your note here, and I hate that. that. I've never liked playing like that. Here's here's the reason it's not doesn't make sense. Is if you're a really good basketball player, you have skills on both sides of the ball. So if it's make it take it, you're only ever showing your offensive side so you don't have so that tells me that you may not be a good defender. It's like not even real basketball to me. You've got to make me miss so that you can have the opportunity to play your offense again. That's the game. That's why I don't understand <laughs> like that's that's how basketball was designed. Uh, by its creator is that if I make a shot, then you get to take the ball and then try to make yours. If I stop you, then hopefully, if I get the ball back, I get another opportunity. See that? That's you're right. I've I've never understood I, the make it take it rule. I don't like it. I always thought that, and you know, it's funny. After I watched this, I always thought of that as a West Coast thing. I don't know. Maybe it's everywhere. May, I don't know. I know. But really never, like I never. When I was it. playing growing up, we never did that. Cause yeah, make it and like, give me a chance. No, it's called make it then I play defense and you suck enough that I get another chance. That's, that's how it works. That's like, you know, there's no... I'm not giving you a chance to score because I want you to beat me. No, I'm letting you try because I know I'm better than you and you're not going to get to anyways. See, that's the confidence they need. You don't like that. That's, that's how you play.
1: It's how you play the game.
0: <laughs> it's how you play the game. Oh. Um, so... You were talking about the shooting and them having to make the shots. Now, one of the things I didn't like about this is I hate double rims. Have you ever played on a double rim? Oh, hell yes. I always hate how hard they are.
1: Hey, you got to be good.
0: I mean, well, with double rims, it's like one of those things. A bank shot is nearly impossible on a double rim. It's like good.
1: Got to hit it right.
0: I get that. But, you know, a bank shot, you could at least, you know, Get him in there, but with a double rim, I think because of the way that when you get those angles, it can just touch that second rim and pop it out. You
1: gotta be that's good. Not about,
0: that's not about be- you, gotta be good. good that situation on a regulation rim, you could be excellent and be horrible on a double rim. So to me, that's not true. Michael Jordan probably would uh, have problems on a double rim because he's so fine tuned for a single rim. Think of it that way. Oh, yeah. The only person oh, I could see down
1: to the courts took him to the hole, baby.
0: Wait, he came there's out. Of hole. the hole. And I and I said he said, Why don't you join the Summerlings? I said, No. That would fuck shit, my, my game up. Fuck up my game. And we can't That'd have that. We can't have that, Billy hope, You know, there's you know, you know there's guys that say that. You know there's guys oh, that yeah. say that shit. <laughs> oh
1: god, <laughs> I can I can only like when this movie came out, like everybody was playing basketball, quoting this shit nonstop. Because this yeah. is who everybody wanted to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's who everybody wanted to be. It's who I love it. So and what I do love is Billy when he's like he's like, I'm feeling lucky. The birds are singing. The I'm at the luck of the but I ain't Iris. Uh, I ain't Iris,
1: so you figure it out.
0: And then at the end he's like, It's so hard, it's so hard. God it's damn hard work. Hard, goddamn work.
1: Making something <laughs> this pretty look like a chimp.
0: Yeah, and he makes the he he sings it. But he's he I love that he he jawed them the whole time. Um they jawed it. they jawed at Billy the whole time. And then they get a little butt hurt once he dropped a couple of those daggers, though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, they're all cool saying, you know, all the shit they were. Then once Billy dropped a couple of those daggers in the hustle comment, they were like, oh shit. Like they, yeah, they, they weren't, they weren't quite as happy anymore with all this talk. So, but I'm going to give my six pack here. I'm gonna give a six pack. And that is this whole opening. I think it just built a world for us right away. That was pretty cool. I like that. Like, like, it was so like you said. We everybody wanted to live this opening section yeah. at you know on the playground. That's pretty much what it was.
1: Oh yeah, and I love that. So, I'm gonna throw my six pack as well. All right, I'll hit it. Um, Billy, his character, like I identified with him so much because like I grew up playing pick. I like had a basketball a park right across the street, so every fucking day you know I was playing basketball and. So we had like, and I was one of the youngest kids there. There was like a couple of uh, regular groups of guys that would go play ball there, and you know they're in their twenties and thirties. So I was kind of like the Billy Hoyle because yeah, not because I was the white kid or anything, but because I was like the youngest one. So it's like
0: you're in Ohio, it's not kind of like the white people
1: kid. didn't think you could play. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but like
1: you know, you had to be good or you sat.
0: Yeah, you had to get. Yeah, in you game. did. So. I love playing basketball. I played so much basketball back then. You wouldn't know how oh, much. Oh, I
1: played more than you, I bet. You'd be surprised. No, I played every fucking day. I played in the snow.
0: Hey, man, I played so much. Ask my wife. Ask my wife where I would go I, every, every day because she would teach gymnastics at the Y and I was That's playing basketball.
1: I, every single day.
0: Every All right, day. so, so I, wanna, I wanted to give a fact out here about some of uh, the, the mama jokes. While Shelton had a page... And I believe Shelton's the the director had a page worth of mama jokes. He asked the actors to bring their own. Everyone seemed up to the task, particularly particularly Kadeem Hardison Jr., who called Biz Marquee for help. Biz Marquee, the rapper. Yeah. Uh, the jokes that were considered the best by the cast didn't make the final cut because Shelton wanted to avoid an NC seventeen rating. But I do I got. Do you have any yo mama jokes? Because I I went and found a few and made up a couple that no. type of thing
1: do you remember the mtv did that show yo mama yeah yeah
0: i do remember but i never watched it with fez yeah i never watched it but i know what it is i know what it is so i've got some jokes i got some jokes i must may i guess since you are not coming hard with the jokes i'll come with one yo mama's so fat you don't live with her you orbit her how's that sound wow <laughs> that's mine i made that one mm. <laughs> Uh, this one I did not make up. Yo mama so stupid she put airbags on her computer in case it crashed. Okay. Yo mama so uh, ugly. Uh, uh, What's that? your? am laughter. <laughs> uh, okay, you, you can use it after this one. Yo mama so ugly Facebook banned your mama's face. No, I'm not going to for that. Because that one's mine. That's why you won't know, do it. I know. Uh, here's one for you. Yo mama so poor Nigerian princes wire her money. Mm. And this one's mine. Yo mama's so dumb she thought Hunger Games was a cooking show. Oh, there you boy. go. There you go.
1: Oh, boy. You know what? That should yeah. have been the game we played for this. You should have given me, like, <laughs> six mama jokes. I had to pick out which ones are yours. Which You one know That should
0: out. have been the game. <laughs> it should have. That, like, I think mine were good enough. Mine were good enough. I thought I thought I hit hard all right are you ready for this move on buddy
1: Billy and his Puerto Rican live-in girlfriend Gloria Clemente are on the run from mobsters because of a gambling debt an avid reader and knowledgeable Gloria's goal in life is to become a contestant on the television game show jeopardy and make a fortune because it is her destiny to try up to magnificently Triumph on that show. That's how she put it, I think. Uh, Sydney proposes a business partnership with Billy, and they hustle other players by deliberately setting them up to pick Billy as Sydney's teammate. At first, their system is very successful, but when they unexpectedly lose a game, it turns out that Sydney had double-crossed Billy by deliberately playing badly to avenge his earlier loss to him, making Billy lose $1,700 to a group of Sydney's friends. Billy... need to stop trusting people, man.
0: So yeah, we'll get to that. That, but this is where we meet Gloria, and I was not a fan of her. Still not, because the first thing she does when he gets home is ask for money, and then when she thinks the Stuckies are at the door, she would bail on Billy, and she didn't even mince words of that. She says, "I'm not dying for you." Well, she's like, "I'm not. I'm fucking out of here."
1: Hey, to be fair, we don't know like how how she is at that point, her state of mind. She's been drinking vodka since breakfast, apparently. And she hasn't had her garden burger yet that he brought her. So she's got an <laughs> empty stomach. Almost. So, yeah, you know, drinking the, the vodka, studying for Jeopardy. So I want to know. This is one thing that kind of bugs me about this movie. What was like the point of her drinking? Because like it was something, you know, obviously it was like an issue. Billy's like, what's the deal with this? You know, she's trying to, hey, come on, did you? you... Know. And then yeah. later when they go to get the money back. Yeah. These, she's with Sydney's wife and I ain't going to give you the money back and all this. But it started, you know, they were going to have coffee and it turned into
0: alcohol. Wine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's,
1: yeah. I, like there's an issue with it. Apparently, it was something that like why did you include that if you weren't going to flesh that out a little bit more because it seemed like it, it had there, there was something going on with it.
0: Yeah, know? I didn't find anything in the facts that I had seen that said I'm that. Just, yeah. Any, I wonder, any other storylines are cut out, but you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. That is interesting. And, and, you know, the whole, the whole thing with her is interesting in the fact that she's the re and I said this before to you, I think when we were talking about, we're going to do this, I said, it's she's the reason that he had to try and get involved with the Stuckies because she wouldn't, didn't give back the car. Didn't pay them for the car. She, she won't got. pay for the car. Yeah. so, so, so she's the whole reason she gets him in that trouble, and she will bail on him because she fucked him over, and then now we see she might have a drinking problem, and she has this delusional thought that I'm going to be on fucking Jeopardy, which yeah. why in the fuck do you think? Yeah, you're smart, but that doesn't guarantee you shit. They make they make you take a test, all that shit. Of yeah, course, but she
1: knows 12 words, foods that start with the letter Q. A,
0: a, a quince? A quince, quince and a quiche? <laughs> what There's other? Quahog. Yeah, the the clam or something. Is that what that was? The oyster or clam or something? I'm not, you know, hey, I've learned something from this movie. (laughs) That's about all. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. All we Uh, learned from this movie, pretty much. You know, Quaker Oats is another one. Just going to say. that They could have put in there.
1: No, that's a brand. That's not a food.
0: Well, it's a brand. Now, I didn't put the fact in here. Oats but, are the food. It starts with O. Yeah, but you could say this brand of oats, blah blah blah. They do that they do that all the time. That you know, I watch a lot of Jeopardy.
1: Right. I, but that's I, not I, the I, category. It's foods
0: yes, Q. But they could say a food brand is a food. They could,
1: it's a whole new fucking category then, dipshit.
0: But that being said, they uh they eventually, like seven years after this movie aired, did this exact category or is it ten year anniversary of the movie? They did this exact category the way it was on the show. Yeah, on, that's awesome. In real life on Jeopardy. So you gotta 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 Jeopardy. got to pay attention. You Got to pay attention if you're watching Jeopardy. I do monster. watch it. <laughs> now, I will say this. When they get into the hustling, I'm a big fan of another movie we're eventually going to do, and it's a Martin Scorsese film. It's called The Collar of Money. Have you ever seen that movie? I
1: have, yes.
0: Don't you feel that it's not exactly the same, but the game they play is exactly the same as what Paul Newman suggests Tom Cruise does by playing the flake, like playing the the stupid guy who doesn't seem to know what he's doing. They're, they're basically copying the collar of money with their hustle in my opinion, because they also do the, the two brothers and a stranger. I mean, that's hustle
1: hustling in, in the first place, making somebody think you're not good at it for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I, I think this movie lifted this from that a little bit and it's kinda yeah. eh, it takes away a look from itself. But you know, but the the only difference is in this one, when they do the two brothers in a stranger grift, they should have won the seventeen hundred dollars, which why here's my thing. Why is it Billy's money they lost all seventeen hundred? Wouldn't it have been half and half? You would think. That's what I don't yeah, understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't get the, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. But so, maybe, I, okay. well,
1: maybe it was half and half and we just don't know. That's just the total that they played for.
0: Because that, mean, that means 850 is what they bet, right? Yeah. So if, so that means 425 a piece. So that means Gloria got her 425 back, I presume? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Which at that point that you should be fine, but if you're saying you want half a seventeen hundred, which is the total, you're not you're asking for more than what you put in. that's not right, although he kind of threw it, so that's bad that is bad though, you don't do that. there is honor amongst thieves when you're working together, yeah, in that particular setting, that is a thing, so just want to say that now, I do want to talk about the uh athletic wear in this movie. What do you think of that? Have we come a long uh, way? <laughs> yeah, we have.
1: But uh, like the parental advisory shirt, that's classic. I love it.
0: That, that is a good shirt. Baller. That's classic. You could wear that at all times. It oh would yeah, be in style. Yeah. But I mean, like I mean, like the the athletic, like you know, now you see people with compression tops and and compression shorts and Under Armour and Sydney had and, compression shorts on. They were they were nylon. They weren't what they call. They weren't what we have now they were they weren't they weren't the yeah, they weren't what we have now for like compression they were they would hold moisture, they wouldn't wick it as well I, I just know that yeah you know, we, we just didn't have
1: there wasn't a lot of wicking
0: moisture wicking wear, but it's strange how we didn't have all that, but somehow we still played sports
1: Oh, I know it's crazy
0: <laughs> like how did we do it it's crazy <laughs> well, you think about it, I have these shorts that are nice and moisture wicking from under armor that kind of stretchy, but aren't compression they're, they they're comfortable but back then the 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 athletic shorts you could buy were like umbros and like they're more oh, like a, more umbros, closer to yeah. the nylon closer to the nylon style of of uh of like hard nylon though not the stuff that you know not like, like nylon stocking style like what's his name was wearing but but yeah the, the nylon it's and they're really hard you can't rip them like that was more an athletic short as what we had unless it was cotton which is awful. Cotton's the worst and we wore that shit. It's
1: amazing. We survived that whole period.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Technology is great. So, um, I did talk about this earlier when Billy gets home after he won some money. The first time, the first time him and Sydney go out and they win a few bucks. I, I do like when he gets home with Gloria, they had to have some hot, he got some money sex. That's what I was thinking, because because when they get home, you know, she's like, "Is he like want to screw?" Or I forget what the words they used at that moment. Wait, but they talk about
1: the first time before the yeah, first Steve's time. Going? Well, they didn't because Sydney showed up because he had to go take a shower because he stunk and he was going to put his mouth where that money
0: was. No, no, no. I'm talking about the second time. Okay, put money where your mouth is. Yeah, I didn't even talk about that.
1: <laughs> Stay right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Uh, but no after they go out and do the first hustle uh with the guy who tried to rob the store around the corner
1: no no this ain't raymond
0: that's so bad i mean how often did that happen do you think though in real life like someone went and robbed someone they know with a mask on and they're like don't i know who you are man come on don't yeah I, I mean it had to happen the truth is always stranger than fiction man the truth is always weirder I mean, matter of fact, it's probably so strange that a guy probably went in there and said, I'm not wanting to rob you. I just need some money. Yeah. And he probably knows the guy. He says, can you give me some? And it technically got robbed, but. He got robbed. Cup?
1: He sold him his gun.
0: Yeah, but now, yeah. <laughs> now you're robbing me. Loan me some <laughs> money, man. Loan me some money. That's a lot of money for a gun, isn't it? Did you I have that? no idea. Even now? I mean, how, how much do you think you can go out and buy a pistol for? That's what I'm saying. I think for 200 bucks, you can find one. I don't know. At a pawn
1: shop, maybe, yeah.
0: Or even at one of these dumb gun fairs where you don't have to sign any paperwork. I think it's
1: a little... It's at least a couple hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, but that... I mean, he got... But in 1992, he got that for that gun. So, that's pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Now, I do want to talk about the next morning after that game. I alluded to it in my opening about the dry-mouthedness. Yes. What do you feel about that whole situation? Fuck that shit, man. um, I, you know... I Lori understand right. he he empathized. You can, I always say you can empathize with somebody and get them a glass of water because you empathized. With you them. know what? I'm, I'm just get your own fucking water next time. Don't yeah.
1: be pissy with me because I got you a glass of water. Cause you said you were fucking thirsty. Jesus, I'm not a mind reader.
0: Yeah. She says that she was trying to argue that it was a way of controlling a woman by just solving the problem and doing, you know, like, like it was like that. But I argue that it's the other way. She is exuding control over him because his reaction was to serve her. You see what I'm saying? Like his first reaction wasn't, um, oh, that sucks. And then have to have her say, Hey, could you go get me a glass of water? Cause that would be a Pat, like, I don't care reaction.
1: It's just the dumbest fucking conversation ever.
0: She wants absolute control. She had absolute control over him at that moment, and she, because of that, she's totally. The term gaslighting, I think, would go into this because she knows he's doing what's right, but still tells him he's doing what's wrong. That is the definition of gaslighting, and that, and we were seeing it as early as then. We just didn't have a term for it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man,
1: you're going all Gloria on me again.
0: Who me? Oh no, him, like, him. In general. I was like me? I'm going glory. In general. Pri okay, prior to the we're gonna get to the big hustle because you and I have some thoughts on it. Yes. But before we get there, he goes and visits that house with his wife. Don't you think he's a little was he a little sexist by telling her I don't want you getting a job? Like that's such a backwards thinking now. Now and, and yeah. I guess thirty years later we think, oh, fuck it, hey, we both have but, to work. Yeah, it's you know? like I mean, he already had thirty
1: two jobs. <laughs> yeah.
0: He had a lot of jobs going on. But I just wondered I I I just that they show us that scene to set up that he needs money right. so that they can get out of their neighborhood and get, get into a house. nice neighborhood. Yeah. We get yeah. that. And I understand the um the desperate the desperation yeah. to to need that situation. So that way we, we buy into him a little bit. Um but here's the thing. When Billy does when when Sydney does hustle Billy, I've never understood when they were playing the game that they were playing prior to him coming off that subway or train, and the whole charade they were doing up to that point.
1: Because Billy wasn't there.
0: Because he wasn't there, and they all were in on the hustle. Um, did they keep that... They kept that to, ruse for us, the audience, watching the movie? But it's not practical. It's not what you would do. You'd be like, okay, okay, he's coming. He's coming Now Just remember this. Like, I would make sure everybody knew their well, yeah, role.
1: Yeah, but you weren't supposed to know that yet as the audience, so I get why they did it. But also, and, and I used to think the same thing, but yeah. the The way I think it actually, it does work in the movie is because it was just those couple guys in on the hustle. It wasn't everybody else there. Yeah. Because you know, every time they're playing pickup games, like you got a crowd of people. So I think it's a couple things. I think it's one, they kept it going for everyone else around them because they didn't want it to look suspicious because it was just them in on the hustle. Okay. And so I think that that actually makes it work because you don't know, want somebody saying something or whatever or true you know what's going on but then also they're in on it so maybe they're hustling other people too
0: outside oh of well, you mean side you know, talk about side bets it's with just people like
1: a small little click doing the hustling so
0: okay okay okay
1: so i think uh, it does work
0: i'll give well. you i'll give you that as a plausible explanation that if they're hustling the crowd as well by betting on themselves or against themselves you know what i mean like if they're doing those yeah. little side bets, that, that makes sense. But
1: you got to hustle all of them to make it believable, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess. But here's the thing. I find it hard to believe that Billy wouldn't have seen this hustle because it sounds like he's been everywhere. Like, he's been from Brooklyn to the South because he was from Louisiana. He's been everywhere, and you're telling me you can't see when somebody's throw in a game because he you know he he is so good he he has to know or he's just that dumb
1: he is that dumb look at the woman he's dating and he's putting up with that shit he is that dumb
0: yeah but i'm gonna say this what what um sydney did was not a hustle that's a con a con is something you plan and you set out and you execute a hustle is getting unsuspect prey um by showing off your skills we already knew he had great skills so he dumped his skills and conned billy out of money by making him think he was going to win not that's that's what he did he didn't hustle billy a hustler beats you a con man takes your money when you don't know it and that's what his goal was he wanted to think he lost he lost his money and it was never going to come back on him he's just you know glorious saw through it you can't you know that's how that works. No, she didn't because she said he got hustled, not conned. So she. yeah, she know. said hustle. Yeah, no difference, apparently. but it's a con. It's a con. A con is different than a hustle. A hustle is, you know, you, you, you know it's like a guy sandbags and then beats you. That's what, what would have happened in this scenario. Like if, if, uh, Sydney would have sandbagged and then beat him for money later on, just like he did, that's hustling. Conning is making some guy your teammate, having the other team in on it. And then losing—that's a con. You're not hustled. That's a rigged match. That's not a hustle. A rigged ma- a hustle is not a rigged match. Typically, you have to still perform. You still have to do the thing that you're really good at. Usually, you I know you have just lost
1: have- interest in your whole point here. Just so you know.
0: Well, he you know, you're an over asshole.
1: and lost his money. End of story. But Billy trusted Sydney way too quickly. He and I don't know why. Because, like you said, Billy's been around. Why is he trusting somebody that fast anyway? Should have kept I his, agree. Should have kept his guard up, pun intended. <laughs> I And what, I agree. But you already had like the you know, Billy already was like thinking, you know, Sydney makes comment about Gloria. It's like I'll kick your fucking ass and all this shit. But
0: you still yeah. trusted him like He yeah. trusted him as a ball player right. because right. he thought he had integrity, I think. But he obviously did not did not (laughs) so he you know he probably comes from a thing that if two people are working together on a hustle you're not going to con the other guy out of his money i think that he thought of the honor amongst thieves probably is what he was thinking yeah and they're not really thieves if you beat people if you legit you may look like you can't play but if you legitimately play well enough and beat people you are you know you did beat them it wasn't like that's why hustling is a little different than conning that's why i was trying to say you know i know you hate that oh i hate it it's just Who cares? Got screwed over.
1: It's screwing somebody over one way or another. All right. I'm going to move on. Are you ready to move on? I am so fucking ready to move on. Let's do so.
0: (laughs) Sydney and Billy team up and win a tournament and the grand prize of $5,000, largely due to Billy's ability to disrupt his opponent's concentration. Billy's most notable claim is that he is in the zone, a state of mind in which nothing can distract him. Sydney is pleased with the outcome, but he cannot help mocking Billy about his inability to slam dunk. Billy insists that he can indeed dunk, and after Sidney clearly disagrees, Billy offers to bet his share of the 5000 on his ability to dunk. Billy fails and squanders his share when he tells Gloria she leaves him. Desperate to get her back, Billy goes to Sidney for help. Sydney reveals that he has a friend who works as a security guard at the TV studio that produces Jeopardy, giving Billy an opportunity to get Gloria on the show where she wins a lot of money. All yeah. right. You have a six pack right away? I do,
1: yes. Uh, the very end of the tournament. Love that they just won five grand and they still can't be happy and not fucking argue. You got the whole why didn't you dunk it? Why didn't you stuff it? Dunking on you all day. Billy, yeah. the shut the fuck up. The delivery of that is awesome. It's my favorite line <laughs> in the movie. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's out. a I great that. one. I do
0: like that. I do like that. That's uh that's an amazing line. Now I want to hit my um I'm gonna hit my six pack because it's kind of part of what I'm about to say. All right. And that's at the end of the zone. I love how Billy says he's in the zone and he calls that one guy the black Zorro because he got the Z in his fro. The Z I in started. your fro. Yeah, I love that. But what I don't understand is at the beginning of this movie, Sydney. And his little friend wouldn't shut up with the nonstop insults and showboating. But now when Billy gets in this zone, you know, it's all of a sudden a problem. Like, he can't sit there and talk like they do. They obviously did it for the same reasons. He, I don't understand why he's not down with this.
1: I'll tell you why. Especially with Flight and Willie. I think Sidney knows. He knows who they are. He knows who you can talk trash to and who you can't.
0: That, yeah, but I Billy, think that's part of it but Billy's really good. That's what Billy's he does just it. going
1: off on everybody like a dipshit. And I think Sydney knows these are not people you want to fucking do that to, because there's people you talk trash to. It does not work well in your favor because it's going to make them play better. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. I think it's also part of Sydney doesn't want, like it's distracting him more and there's $5,000 on the line. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's part of it too.
0: Uh, I love <laughs> You know what? When they get that little argument where he does take him to the side, though, I do have a, night, a note here where he says, I'm not listening to you. And then, <laughs> and then Billy's like, But you are hearing me. But you are hearing the, me. Because of the, we didn't mention it, but the Jimi, Jimi Hendrix can't hear Jimmy. I never understood that. Like, you can't hear, everybody can hear Jimmy. Jimi Hendrix dumb. did
1: not have a white rhythm section.
0: Uh, he had a white bassist and a white drummer. <laughs> well, damn, the
1: band's white except for Jimmy.
0: That didn't change till much later, till right before he died. He he bought in, uh, brought in. Uh, I thought Billy Preston was in his band, and he uh, and he brought in a bassist that he was a friend with. So he changed that later on. But but most of his uh, albums that we think of were all with the White Rhythm Section. So if you want to know, I know my music. Sorry, I, fr- I can't remember the names though. <laughs> I gotcha. But here's the thing: the audience that's watching their match loves it everybody's like riveted by the fact that he's just laying into these people. I just love it. (laughs) And I love their bickering. Like you said, their whole, they are winning and they're doing great. And they still like, why didn't you pass it? Or why didn't you, why didn't you shoot it from there? Why? It's like they were successful in the play, but not the way the other one thought they should be.
1: (laughs) You'd rather look good and lose. than look bad and win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He'd rather that's, that's awful. That is that is awful that is awful all right so now the the bet so they've won their money this this is a sad sad thing to watch because billy obviously has marty mcfly syndrome yes you can't call me chicken (laughs) or i'll fucking go off right marty mcfly's hat yeah he did didn't he yep oh yeah it wasn't shiny though it wasn't the Marty McFlys i think had a little bit of a sheen to very it very similar but but very but the coloration was very very similar it's almost like we were meant to to see that what did you think of this whole um marty mcfly situation
1: well i'm just going to say billy i think should know by now if he can dunk he should be self confident like, no yeah. i'm saying he's like you can dunk or you can't so i'm not going to put yeah. up $2500 to prove that i can do something to that see I know if i, I can fucking do <laughs> like i know my limitations can i can i jam
0: on a 10-foot rim no he can he can he but, just he must have done before he just couldn't at that moment
1: now six-pack time though
0: all right here you go
1: this is where billy wearing pumps i gotta pump you up <laughs> Every <laughs> kid's Reebok. fucking dream shoe back in the day. I'm going to get a pair cuz they are do you have them out again.
0: You're going to get the Reebok pumps? Fuck yes I am. <laughs> Such a gimmick too. Such a oh, gimmick. Oh, awesome
1: though. I don't care. I want them.
0: <laughs> I will say prior to that though, I will give Sydney credit. He actually did for a moment try to do him a solid and say, "Billy, just just just, you know, let's go just go home." home. Yes. That's just- but then Billy had to push in on Over him. Put your
1: mouth where that money is. Just go home to Gloria.
0: Yeah, he was
1: kind of lingus and just keep your money.
0: Yeah. I do like a couple things here. Sydney saying the name of the movie in the movie
1: White Men Can't Jump.
0: Yeah. But is it? I always thought, and I don't know if Billy, I have a note here about Billy. Uh, was it low key racist that he lost his money and he lost his money because of it? Do you think. Do you think uh, the racial tension was a reason as much as just two guys making a bet about dunking? Like there's some racial tension there because he said white man can't jump and Billy probably feels he has to show like,
1: well, Billy's already done the whole, you know, a black man would rather look good,
0: look good, you know, and lose than win and look bad.
1: So, yeah, I don't think, yeah, we could
0: definitely, that's what I'm saying. Is it, do you think he's losing do without that part? that so say, be- i think that's the the low-key racism that he keeps showing and he loses his money because of it this is fucking idiot oh man
1: i think it's more just billy's like you said marty mcfly syndrome don't tell me i can't do something
0: let's talk about Gloria again because he's gonna go we home have because, to. <laughs> well well okay we talk about sydney first we know what he did when he got home
1: oh yeah he knocks. Yeah,
0: he he got that hot sex. That they we did. Were the, about earlier. Yeah,
1: they did all romantic and shit. You got the champagne. And it's, yeah, man. Were, that was <laughs> they made the sweet love down by the fire.
0: Is that what that's called? Have you, have you made sweet love before? <laughs> I've had awkward interactions that end up in me with an orgasm. Is that sweet love?
1: <laughs> I think it depends on what music's playing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jade. Anything, Zade.
1: Well, <laughs> casey and jojo
0: smooth operator <laughs> but uh, her my, reaction
1: good music i gotta tell you so uh i was at the dentist okay. Two days
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. okay
1: and i'm like get my teeth worked on yeah you know they've got the music playing fucking michael bolton comes on oh like, yes let me tell you something, okay? I, I don't mind the dentist, Michael Bolton. If I gotta okay. fucking listen to Michael Bolton. What song? Fuck, I don't know. I'm his soul. One of them. One of his shitastic songs. I like Michael Bolton. I don't.
0: I mean, I don't mind him. He he's not. He has a he has a unique voice. He I has didn't like him until that no lame. talent
1: ass clown started winning Grammys.
0: <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. That's a great fucking movie. Now, well, I why do... we haven't done that yet? I'm just not ready. Put it not on ready. the list. Yeah, it's on. Well, someone. Hey, how about someone uh, request it and we'll do it. Uh, I just did. Not you. Uh, you. You don't mean shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, I love Gloria in this because her reaction is she says that money was mine to keep to keep the both of us going till Jeopardy calls. And I'm like, that's such a selfish and myopic point of view. Like, she's. It, that's such a shitty. What? Why isn't it for Billy? Like, at all. I know. So,
1: we already had the thing you talked about earlier. Sidney, you know, didn't want his wife to get a job. And he's got 37 of them. What the fuck's Gloria doing? She's sitting she, home day drinking and reading and, the and, dictionary. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like, what man. What the like, fuck like, are you even like? You bitching about him going out? making money or losing money, what the fuck? Like, you could, like, operate a fucking like, 900 number from the hotel during the day. You could go do, do many things. Sex.
0: Do phone sex. You could be one of those day laborers that Sydney uses next to that taco restaurant. You could be, <laughs> you could be anything. But you don't have to be at home drinking and reading about foods, foods that start with Q. You could do that when you get home. You fucking do phone sex during the day. Oh, my mouth is
1: dry. Oh, you gotta get it wet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My mouth is dry. Oh, don't get me a glass of water, you filthy animal. Don't get me a glass of water. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, oh man. Oh uh, yeah. So but what happens obviously is she leaves and then he gets caught by the Stuckies right after she bolts. And we kind of get the story yeah. about how he, you know, throwing the games and stuff. I you know, I understand. Billy's a proud man. He likes to win. So he's not, he just, he just couldn't do
1: it forever. Marty McFly syndrome again.
0: Yeah. He just can't do it. Um, I got to
1: tell you, like you're legit gangsters. If you're walking around with Polaroids of all your victims.
0: Well, we learned later. Look at the pole. I know that's (laughs) awesome though. Look at the
1: Polaroids. (laughs) Yeah. Look what happens. Where was I? Quite a racket they got going on there.
0: Yeah, they did. They have quite a racket. I've never, um, I, I don't know that. I guess that would work. I don't know. Back then, now you just pull out your phone and be like, uh, and swipe, you know, hey, check this one out. Check this
1: one Yeah, look what (laughs) I did. See that? That's real.
0: Yeah. Now, we do, and I was just talking about the day laborers. So, and I'm guessing those are the ones he uses to build his do His construction without permits because Sydney has that side hustle where he has that guy picking out the tile. Yeah, it's like and he's like all professional and shit. Oh, yeah, oh, permits. We don't have to worry about that. I don't want to, do, you know, fucking hey, yeah, just keep this I the DL. it. I got a DL, and and uh, but he does help Billy because he does have a tiny little spot in his soul that likes Billy. Because he like you know why game respects game that's game why respects
1: game all day or that's,
0: day yeah yeah so what'd you think about the Jeopardy thing with Robert the the guy who the who's the security guard security guard I think he took his job seriously he didn't like he didn't make it easy yeah uh, <laughs> he sure didn't they but you know I wish that they I wish we shot I wish we'd have seen the shot a little better. As to why, as whether he did it, because the ball goes off screen. Yeah, but I, I I, but I thought I heard somewhere that it was a one take,
1: which is sweet if it was.
0: Um, it's unverified though, so and I don't believe it. I think it probably t- he's not going for Ghana. What did he say? What was the your, what was the other country? It wasn't Ghana. Yeah, You're going no. for um, Senegal or something? I don't know.
1: I forget now. Shit.
0: <laughs> so okay, so 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 she gets on Jeopardy. So they get her on Jeopardy. And they called her a former disco queen. What the fuck? So how long has she been without a fucking job? Yeah. Like (laughs) it's 1992 disco. Ain't been around since like maybe 19. We'll give her 80 to 81. Yeah. That's 12 years.
1: The whole Gloria, just the whole fucking like, (laughs) what's your backstory? What's the last 15 years of your life been like? It's a big void. (laughs) We have no
0: fucking clue except that you drink for breakfast you drink for breakfast and you are a disco queen what the And f- like
1: you're uh, your fucking whole thing like you win on jeopardy then what are you going to do like what's the plan after this
0: cuz yeah it's not like it's life changing money plan to
1: win on jeopardy and have Billy go get a job and start dressing for job interviews so what's oh, your yeah, plan after this i'm like <laughs> you are a fucking puppet master cuz yeah. jesus <laughs>
0: So, I do want to say right now, since we're talking about Jeopardy, a little moment of silence for our game man, Alex Trebek. The late, yeah. great Alex Trebek. No, I'm not going to go moment of silence. But, just want to acknowledge him. Say, yeah. I still watch it. I still watch it without him. It's you a know, good I, show.
1: I had his autograph, and I lost
0: it. You did? My mom met him. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. what was it on? A post-it. Oh, <laughs> well,
1: nothing cool. It said... To Anthony, all the best. Alex Trebek.
0: Oh man. I know. I but, wish you yep. didn't
1: lose that. She did meet him, and I had his autograph. But I was a kid, so you lose shit.
0: Yeah, to Anthony. It's a little personal, though. Kind of one yeah. without the personal, because you want to sell it, you, you got to take out the salutations. And shit. My mom, like,
1: uh, she would like got me a couple different autographs over the years. Like, one time she was traveling, and uh, she got me Scott Brooks. He was a basketball player.
0: I know who he is. The at, point guard uh, for the uh, yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: So um, he was a good player. I think it was. So she saw, because she saw a couple guys like at a hotel, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, "Do you play baseball?" They're like, "No." She's like, "I'm sorry. What do you play?" <laughs> They're <were> like, "Basketball."
0: <laughs> so that's they funny. Can have your autograph. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. What do you play? Because you know you so, She's you know like, it, it's true.
1: Athletes. She could I.
0: I used to work at an electronics store in uh, north of Columbus, Ohio, and in the late 90s. And so there would be athletes that went pro, like in, in baseball or football or basketball, that would come that probably Ohio State people mostly, but there yeah. were some others too. So I met Mo Vaughn. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, yeah. I met Mo Vaughn. I met Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson. You remember nice. him? Uh, of course I do uh Joey Galloway, First do you know who that is for the
1: Bengals? Joey Galloway. Yes, I fucking know Joey Galloway. Too. <laughs> I
0: did. Uh Do you Please. remember a guy who threw a no hitter in the World Series named Kent Merker? I don't Kent know. Kent Merker. Yes, I met Brad Faxon and his wife. Uh, those are golfers because the Memorial Tournament. Mm-hmm. So I've met, and there's probably others I'm forgetting. Yeah, but there's a lot. But you never ask for their autographs because they're not there for that. That's
1: I met Stefan marbury
0: that's a baller. A, are, uh, he
1: was on an elevator. It was at the Sheridan in Jersey. He was on an elevator right after they lost with his mom. Like I shook, would love he to hand. see his... you would tell he was just like fucking down. He was not in a good mood. Say, so, hey, dude, come
0: play me one-on-one. It'll he make you lost. feel a lot better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, I want to get back to this. Uh, but those are the people... I saw a lot of famous athletes is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, Gloria on the show... Uh, here's a fact for her. Gloria mispronouncing Vesuvius was not in the script. Trebek rolled with it and asked the Jeopardy judges as if an actual contestant said Mount Suvius. Shelton uh, denied Perez's wish to shoot the scene again. He kept that cut. Yeah. So there you
1: go. Good stuff. was Vesuvius? So. Suvius.
0: <laughs> and they accepted it. So there you go. Are you ready? You're up next. All right. So Billy...
1: Gets into the dressing room and sings Gloria's song, He is Made by Himself to Win Her Back, because he will sympathize with her dry mouthedness next time. As Billy and Gloria discuss their future, Sydney is desperate for Billy's help. His apartment was robbed and his winnings were stolen because apparently they didn't know where to hide it good. Gloria is expecting Billy to get a steady job and settle down, but Sydney informs him that the two hoop legends of the LA street ball scene, the king and the duck, Playing at the courts downtown, Billy enthusiastically agrees to play, offering to gamble his share of Gloria's take. Gloria warns that if Billy gambles with her money, they are through regardless of the outcome. Billy sides with Sydney, feeling he must honor the obligation he owes Sydney for getting Gloria on Jeopardy. They play a final game against King and the Duck. In a very tight game, Sydney and Billy prevail. The winning point coming when Sydney lobs an alley-oop pass to Billy, who dunks it. Now, question here. Should Billy get refunded from their previous bet because he proved he
0: could dunk? It's a good point. Even though I would say the bet,
1: the bet was he got
0: three tries. I get that. So. But but he should feel well, he can't get his money. You want to know why? It's gone. He had it's stolen. All of it was stolen. So fuck him. <laughs> no one got any money. Think of it that way. <laughs> so if you look at it, say Sydney could go back to Gloria and say, hey, he was just holding our money for us unfortunately it all got stolen <laughs> oh now i will say sydney we know when he, when he comes to her he does even though he needs him he does give him good advice to listen to her listen um, if to he's interested in woman. staying with her yeah
1: now, here that's not good advice though. listen to the woman don't listen to that don't listen to that
0: woman yeah that's the thing you listen you need to listen and understand and and uh try to be accommodating partner but that one is not. You gotta. She doesn't give much. She but she takes a lot when it comes to. She wants to take all of your time and all of your energy and not give you anything back for it. Um, that's yeah. that's what I think.
1: It, the, just the the water mind games can't do it.
0: I will say Gloria giving him bad money. Be giving him money was a bad. She's in bed with him. They've had this nice night, and the first thing she does is give him a couple thousand dollars and. I want to know how she already got it in cash and put it in a cookie jar, but yeah, or or whatever. I don't know how she got her Jeopardy winnings that fast and put it in a jar, but that's so fucking weird. Why would she put it in a bank? I don't know because the Stukies can't get it out of a bank. You know, it's like
1: (laughs) you think they have bank accounts,
0: they should, Uh, but giving him money, wouldn't you think that's a bad idea? You've seen what he's done the last few times, you know what's going to happen. And matter of fact, you even promoted the culture of him going out and gambling to win you money till you got on yeah. Jeopardy. Is exactly. now all of a sudden he can't go bet anymore because you're on fucking Jeopardy? I don't know, man. It's, it's a vicious cycle. And what kind of job is Billy going to do if she gets, him, gets her way? What kind of fucking work is this guy going to do? He probably doesn't have his degree from college. He may. He might. We don't know, but... What could it be? We know he's not the brightest bulb. He probably has a communications degree, like every other idiot. <laughs> hey, I, that's better than the one I have. There you go. <laughs> so so fuck none. off. <laughs> just hey, if everybody knows Anthony yeah. has a communications degree, I was just throwing yeah. shade. And I'm going to communicate. He has a physical fitness. I'm going to
1: communicate right now. Fuck off.
0: No, he See, probably that's has. What I learn. He probably has a degree in TV or community or uh, or. Or uh, physical fitness, or something like that. Health and wellness. Uh, now, I will say, with when uh, I'm surprised that they couldn't get a hold of Sydney. Would you think Sydney would have a beeper if he needed to get a hold of him back in the day? Because this is beeper time. Right. You know, this is pre-cell phone. When he when he needed to get back a hold of him, I was surprised that they didn't have like him have a beeper or something. Because that seems like that would have been a natural fit for this time period, in my opinion. I don't yeah, know. since he's
1: got all those jobs. Gotta get yeah,
0: I mean, he should have one for each job. He should have like three beepers. Honestly, he should have one for the construction, one for his hustle, and he should have who a beeper belt. a beeper belt. There are people who did that though; they'd have like three, and then they would the numbers would come in. Like, well, those are mostly drug dealers, but <laughs> and and this is the point where we're going to get into this discussion. It looks like you have a note here, so I do. This will be a discussion. So this is a point where, so she's like, you know, you do it if you say that you. You're fucking out of here, and I'm like, why doesn't he just say, hey, remember how you got on the Jeopardy? I got that for you because Sydney helped me out and we hooked you up. And for in return for me helping you, you get there. I have to do this. This is what I have to do to pay this debt back. Why didn't she, Why didn't he just tell her that? Rather than sit back and and just let her railroad him out, unless he wanted it to end. But go ahead. I can
1: tell you why. He can't tell her he helped her get on the show because she believed it was her destiny. He tells her that he intervened and made that happen. He might as well get her another fucking glass of water because she's thirsty. That's what (laughs) that's the problem.
0: She's fucking thirsty. You don't
1: Uh, don't fucking say or do the right thing because she's gonna turn it around and
0: destiny but destiny is, is 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 has a different way of playing out than you might think. If if you believe in destiny, him getting you on the show was maybe you maybe you had to get to that position that to where is he did not that.
1: How Gloria's mind works and we already know that. Okay. You fucking know okay. that. You know that if he does the right thing or says the right thing or tries to do the right thing, it's going to be the fucking wrong thing cuz she's going to make it the wrong thing. Cuz she's
0: gaslighting him. She yes. knows it's the right thing, but she wants him to think it's the wrong thing so that she can yell at him. That's it. Yes. She's a gaslighter. She is the gaslighter. That's, She's a uh, dick. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Um. So so we get to the so so finally we get to the king and the duck game, and I just want to hit my six pack here because it's the whole king and duck game. It's a great, well filmed basketball game. It's enjoyable to watch. It, you know, it, it we we end as we began, and I I like it. And that way we got something we really love at the end to bookend what we really loved at the beginning. And there were some eh, problems in between, right? Yep. But, uh, but yeah, we really liked that. But my question is why was there uh, money? So much money exchanging hands on the side. Would, did everybody know this game was going on? Was that, was that just prop betting? Like, because during the game, they're exchanging money. Like, like, are they like, okay, um, I'm betting they're going to get five to two before them. And like, are they just losing money on shit like that?
1: I got 20 to one odds. The white kid dunks it. <laughs> That's a prop bet,
0: or or he's gonna make three. He's gonna make three jump shots before they do a layup. You know, maybe that was one of the prop bets, <laughs> so, something like that. Because that was weird. That was uh, to yeah. see money exchange be- during the game. You you I figured got they would have done it all.
1: It says Duck breaks his hip because those guys were <laughs> older too.
0: They were, but they were supposed to. Be, you know how a grizzled veteran basketball player in yeah. street ball is a little different than it's. They're harder to beat you know, they are, they are tough. Cause it's, it can be more physical in street ball. <laughs> and, uh, yes. and those games were, when you watch that, I bet now, if a kid now were to go back and play in a game like that, the way it they were worked. physical, they would be like foul. Because now you're not even allowed to touch a player. You can't mm-hmm. hand check. You can't, you can't lean into them. Like they've made it to where that's why, that's why they'll shoot 53 pointers in a game because the math works out right that if I make 30% of 53 pointers that I attempt um, and the other team tries the same 50 and I can hold them to 28%, I'll probably win. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's it's, it's all about math. Now it's all about math. It's not about getting the guy out of your way and beating him to the basket. That used to be a little, I'm just saying that's a little more poetic than what we're doing now. That's my opinion. Yeah, I it's don't know. Pussy I sound ball. like a get off my lawn type of guy, but yeah, it's,
1: back in my day. Back in my day, we, we played real
0: basketball. Back in my day, you could go pelvis to pelvis, and it wasn't a foul. We would body up, and then we'd get that old ball in the peach basket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this last section? It's my turn, right? We yep. called it The Rock because it was a rock.
1: We played with rocks back then. Give me the rock. <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead.
0: Returning home happy for having doubled the share that Gloria gave him of her winnings, Billy is crushed, crushed to find that Gloria has kept her word and left him for good. Thank you. The mobsters who are after Billy track him down and he pays off his debts. Billy then asks Sidney to set him up with a real job and Sydney remarks that Billy and Gloria may be better off without each other. The film ends as Billy and Sydney launch into yet another argument and return to the court where they first met to play one on one game this time as friends. So I have a question here right off the bat. Mhm. And that is did she leave him the hotel bill as well as the debt with the stuckies or do you think she paid before she got out?
1: I'm assuming she paid it.
0: I don't. I think she's that she's at, she was willing to let him die. Yeah. Remember earlier true. in the movie. That's true. Why would she pay? Fuck I mean, Gloria. Billy had his issues, but she was always selfish throughout this movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So so and I'm, and I'm gonna give my generic because of that right now. That's that's uh. and my generic of this movie is Rosie Perez's Gloria. I never was a fan of her acting style and voice and demeanor in movies. And because of this, I wasn't sad to see Billy loser. Yeah. I, I just couldn't stay. It, maybe, you know, cause I don't know if you ever watched the, what's the one where, um, Christian Slater has the baboon heart, untamed heart, untamed heart. Yeah. Yeah. She's in that one and she has a grating sound to her in that one too. That's mm-hmm. why it's like, it's like the, just, it was this run of movies that just annoyed me. The, I don't
1: know. Um, uh, it could happen to you.
0: Yeah. She played the same role.
1: Nicholas Cage wins the lottery. But then she mm-hmm. ends up, But then she gets screwed over at the end.
0: So that was a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nicholas, that's a good, that's a, um, that was a decent movie. We haven't, that's one we could do someday. We should make it a mission to do every Nicholas Cage movie, actually.
1: Oh, you think so?
0: You know how many there are now? Go with the Wicker Man first. <laughs> Matchbook Man, is that one? That, that was a, yeah,
1: that was a good one. Matchstick Man.
0: Matchstick Man, yeah, Matchstick Man. That was a good one. But yeah, I just, you know, was never, I wasn't sad to see her go. Uh, But I do like how Billy and Sydney become friends. That's kind of nice. Game X game. Would you have, now, here's the thing. Would you have done the photo? We talked about it earlier. Would you have done that photo for the Stookies to help them out?
1: If they're going to leave you alone, yeah.
0: What I would have done was negotiate. I said, sure, I owe you this much. But if you take 500 off the top, I'll do the photo. Otherwise, I'll just give you the money and go. You think so? I would try. At least try. They still got guns. So what? Still try. No. I mean, because pers- these guys I obviously respect hustle because they had you hustle. So they would just say, they'd probably just point the gun at you and say, no, you're doing the fucking photo. But but my point is, if they say, yeah, sure, at least you got some money back, right? I mean, I'm just saying try.
1: Whatever. You would not do that. You'd be crying and snot coming out of your nose. Just
0: take it can go, take, it take my picture.
1: I'll do what you say. Take my picture.
0: All right, so.
2: Put the fake blood on. Just take my picture.
0: You pussy. You would be. No, you would be. You are.
1: All right. We ready?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm ready. All right. Souvenir time. What prop would you want to own from this film?
0: I know I have one written down here. Yeah. Billy's, uh, I had Billy's multicolored hat.
1: Right what it? i would
0: like to say is i would want the baby the fucking baby <laughs> no no i'm fucking kidding you. okay I i'm fucking kidding you, <laughs> I'm but you fucking want the hat <laughs> i would say billy's multicolored hat from this movie i would like it and i saw your note here yeah i would lick the rim of it just you for work. you You're sick
1: i would not want the hat because it's probably all sweaty and gross from filming and people would confuse it with Marty McFly's hat, so you'd have to say which is
0: two classic movies, so fucking go with it not the
1: back to the future hat. this is the white men can't jump hat,
0: so uh,
1: yeah, no, can't do that, but I would want Billy's basketball, yeah, and I'm sure they use several in the filming, but you know yeah, one he's like when they throw him out of the van and throws here's your here's your pistol, Pete, or you know,
0: you know, I just thought of an item that i I should have said I wanted. Okay. And that is when he comes home without the money, he has the trophy.
1: Oh. The yeah. trophy from the, trophy. the thing.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. How
1: about the cookie jar of money?
0: Well, if the money's <laughs> in it, but you know. <laughs> I doubt. Or the or the um the swatch of tiles that he, the guy's picking from at the taco stand. <laughs> that's that'd be fucking hilarious. No, if somebody yeah. comes to your house and looks at the wall and there's all this this thing of tiles and they go, What is that? Well, that's movie memorabilia. That's from that is. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be awesome. All right, so... Yeah, I would
1: want the basketball. Uh, I think my second choice, if I had one, would be the uh, parental advisory shirt.
0: Well, yeah, of course, man. That's good stuff. Um, but you can buy one, so... I know, but uh, it's
1: this one is game worn. It's from the movie.
0: What about Sydney's hat, that weird one that he had? The...
1: Which one? He had several.
0: No, the one that had the little brim and the red... Yeah, on he, the had, side he the... had different ones.
1: Yeah, so... And with the that little flip-up thing. He had a couple of yeah. those he wore. Okay. No. All right. Are you that.
0: ready to rate this bitch up?
1: I think so. All right. Here we go.
0: This was a huge movie my senior year in high school. And back then, as I have said, but Anthony doesn't believe me, I played so much pickup basketball. Like I could run for I hours. you do um you wouldn't know it though looking at me now that's why anthony has this uh, you didn't no no no, no. i
1: believe you i'm saying you didn't play as much as i did that's all i'm saying
0: (laughs) you know it's funny the name of the movie is white men can't jump um and back then i don't think we looked at it from a race angle even though it said that we just accepted the fact that white men couldn't jump (laughs) but there is a slight undertone in here eh, with the racism But I think they get over it. I think that's part of the movie. And that's kind of a good thing. But, you know, we're more sensitive to things like that now. So we look at it and we try to dissect it and be more woke about things, I guess, is the best way of saying it. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't call it White Man Can't Jump Now if they made the movie. I guess they're making it now. They might make it Gay Man Can't Shoot. That might be the new angle.
1: You think so?
2: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs)
0: But if we're trying to look for stereotypes. I
1: think they would just call it Hustle. Or hustle?
0: Something. Didn't they make one called Hustle and Flow, though?
1: Hustle and Flow, yes. Yeah, so I think that's right. Been...
0: Yeah. <laughs> that that name's out there. Uh, but I still love it. Um, except for Gloria, which uh, damn Gloria, Gloria but I really
1: watch... fucks it up.
0: But I watch it when it's on, right? So, um uh, and the movie just flies by. So it's not like it's a hard watch. It doesn't really Die so for me. I'm gonna give this one because of Gloria. It really hurts it for me. 18 cans. Okay. Wow. This
1: is like it's funny because this is probably one of the hardest movies to rate that we've done. Mm-hmm. It really is because I loved it when it came out, and the the points I will give it is basically for the basketball. Like, oh yeah, the basketball scenes are great. Love it, and like that's why I love it. Gloria is just like the fucking tick on your balls throughout the whole movie. And just, <laughs> like, oh, God, no. And yeah, there's like a lot of shit you're watching. It is. There's some cringeworthy stuff in it for sure. You know, we've got the racial undertones. Not cool. Yep. Um, But again, like as far as the basketball stuff, I love it. And that's why I loved it back in the day so much. Yes. So I'll give it 16.
0: All right. So, you know, so yeah, again, so like you knocked it like I did because I for... think
1: watching now there's so much stuff I don't like in it and it could have been better.
0: But you'll watch it when it's on. like
1: if Gloria was played by any fucking buddy else on the
0: planet, you're recasting Gloria who would, who back then would have been a better.
1: Are we casting her, I guess as the same fucking character, or are we going to make her different?
0: She'd be different, but um, she would have, she would want to be on jeopardy, but I think she'd be a little more, a little less uh, gaslighting to Billy. Um, Or actually, I don't, care. I don't care if she even is gaslighting and has the same selfishness. It's how it comes off with Rosie is a little worse. It makes you not like her. And not. she makes her not a likable character. You can have someone likable and maybe be a little selfish.
1: That's what I'm saying. Who do you think? Who would you recast her with?
0: I don't know who was big at the time. Um, Gina Davis. Oh, hell. Yeah. The height uh, still
1: might be a problem.
0: Uh, makes sense. She'd be a baller. She'd she take would, him to the hole. She
1: could have been, yeah. <laughs> hey, take to the hole. What a girl can jump.
0: Oh. <laughs> but but no, I don't know. I mean, you're talking like um, at that time. I don't know if Heather Graham was old enough yet. Meg um, Ryan. Meg Ryan. She yeah, she's a little neurotic though. Um, with that, I I don't know. Uh, Diane Keaton is a little older. Always felt a little older. It's like hard to find someone that we hip and young. Oh, you know what's funny is. We talked about it, Untamed Heart, Marissa Tomei. But I think as fate would have it, I believe she did audition for this role and not get it. Really? See that? Yeah. She would have been good. She would have been perfect for this role. I know I didn't have it in the facts because I didn't want to overload this with a bunch of shit. That's why I didn't have it in there. But I think that's one of them as one of the people. So to me, Marissa Tomei, I totally, that's probably who, at that time in 92, because yeah. you're talking like she had yeah. my cousin Vinny she had the movie Only You that came out a couple years later. She was in the middle of a of her time, and she probably would have nailed this out of the park, and it would have had the she had the likability, but still could be a prick. I'm guessing in yeah. that role. Yeah. You know who else would have been good? And I know this is going to be the left fielder, Molly Ringwald. You think so? I think she was still in that point where she I mean, could she's play at that, that point,
1: but I, I wouldn't see her in this role. I don't know, Molly really. Ringwald. I no.
0: about that. Ali Sheedy. I mean, we can go the whole cast of wow. Breakfast Club. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, they all could be in there. Oh, somehow. He could be Billy. He definitely couldn't be believable as a dunker.
1: <laughs> well, this was before he, like, turned into a full-grown man and was a quarterback and Johnny B. Good. so.
0: That is true. Hey, uh, so this movie, what, where is it at? Where are we at? It's 17, 17, obviously. yes, is
1: the average. Um, we are... So my girl was seventeen point two five. It is a better movie than this. Over the top sixteen point seven five. So yeah, it's a worse movie than this. There's some bookends.
0: That's um, actually quite
1: good. Let's see. Do we got good any, rating
0: system there working for us?
1: Do we got any like flat out seventeens? We may not. We may not because you always give your fucking decimals.
0: That way we're not always right on top of each other. You wish.
1: Um. Yeah. Ooh. We're not tasty. Okay, so uh, Empire Records seventeen point five.
0: Ooh, Empire Records better. I don't think for so. sure. I do. What did Who I knows? score, Empire Records?
1: You fucked that up. You gave it fourteen.
0: Oh well, yeah, I was right. Okay, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Let's see. That's dick. not better than this. I, I, hey, I'm consistent. <laughs> We've got
1: to have a fucking like seventeen on here somewhere, and I don't. We don't. It's because
0: we don't suck. It's your fault. You think at least one of those fucking Fast and Furious movies were a bit of 17. Oh,
1: screw that noise.
0: <laughs> oh man. All right, are you ready then? Yeah, why not? All right, we'd like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus content and other fun stuff. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there as well. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we do have a Twitch channel that sometimes operates. Now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. Ouch. (laughs) Either we're doing a beloved child's movie or porn. One of the two. (laughs) Wild card. Ouch. (laughs) Maybe we can do a mashup. A mashup oh i'm sure there is one out there that's something we have not done we should we should go back and look for titles
1: <laughs> we should look and, at yeah porn ripoff titles
0: porn ripoff titles is some of the movies we do white uh, man white can't, man can't can't hump just, that doesn't say white man can't hump you got it you and i had to say that's so fucking weird our brains shouldn't work that way anyways as always we thank you for listening anything else that you have
1: yeah uh jurassic cock Oh, <laughs> uh, just looking at the movies
0: we've done. Uh, big, big, we can just
1: leave that as is. Big,
0: <laughs> just uh, that's funny. Uh, that, yeah, Toy so story many. Story.
1: <laughs> as
0: is Oh, oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we have and we have some movies coming up that are perfect for it. So
1: we do. So there we you go. Have to stay tuned for the next one for that though.
0: And thank you guys for listening. Thank Peace
1: you. out.